Please stand for the gospel. According to Luke. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hills country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me? But the mother of my Lord comes to me. For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb left for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. According to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. The gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Grace, mercy and peace be unto you from God, our Father and Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So here we are, the fourth Sunday of Advent. We're only five days away from Christmas Eve, and it's hard to believe that we made it through 2021. It's hard to believe that it was only a year ago that we were not talking about getting together for Christmas, that we were completely virtual for our Christmas Eve services. That we were able to see our family and friends and celebrate the holiday because of COVID. And and by no means are we completely out of the water with COVID. Our worries are not completely gone. But we will be here to celebrate the birth of Jesus on Christmas Eve. And today we begin that story with a proclamation from Gabriel that, that Gabriel gave to Mary. And and as soon as Mary heard about this proclamation, she went 
and she went to see Elizabeth. The words of their hearts have continued to bless us and and so many before us from generation to generation. These are some of the most powerful words in all of Scripture. Nothing will be impossible from God in Luke chapter 1. Let it be with me according to your word, Mary says. Blessed are you among women, women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. In the midst of Mary's song, these are incredibly powerful words because they give us a promise. They give us a promise of good news in the midst of everything that is happening to us in our lives. We continue to hear the good news that God has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. That God has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. Our scripture today from the Gospel of Luke is the heart of good news, which is amazing in this story because God's love comes down not as a powerful king, but as a baby in a manger. And Mary realizes this, right? Mary's response to, to the angel Gabriel's message is, is a wonderful response. And it's something that we can look towards in our own daily lives. Her actions point to to three things. The first is that news needs to be shared. Good news needs to be shared. The second is that news needs to be celebrated. And third is that news needs to be lived. As soon as the angel Gabriel came to Mary, Mary left her home to go see Elizabeth because there was news to share. Elizabeth and Mary both have amazing stories to share. And when God enters into those stories, those, that news is news filled with great joy. All of us are gathered here today because someone has shared the good news with us. Perhaps it was your parents or a family friend. But the news entered into your life. And you continue to come to hear the good news and to celebrate it. Why? Because this news changes our lives. You know, I, I grew up going to church as, as from the time I was young you know, throughout my entire life. I don't remember a time when I didn't go to church. But I realized at an early age that I was inspired by people's stories. I love to hear stories. I love to tell stories. And as I got older and older, I, I love to hear stories of people's faith. And I learned about that when I was on the year-round staff up at Camp Calumet. A lot of people came to Calumet on the weekends. 
And what I would do is I would sit with them and listen to their stories of faith. I'd ask them about their faith. I would ask them why they chose to be a part of the church. I I asked them what God was doing in their life. And it was amazing to hear these stories. And once we hear stories of faith, we can have them come into our own lives. And we can utilize that in our own time of faith. During our time together in worship, we hear the stories from the Bible. We hear the stories from the church. We hear the stories of the Holy Spirit working in people's lives. And it inspires me in my own life of faith. And it helps me feel connected to God's word. It helps me feel connected to the church. So then I can go out and share that good news with others. Mary shared her good news with Elizabeth. And it was such good news that the infant in Elizabeth leapt for joy. It's been over 2,000 years since this first good news was first introduced into the world. So when good news is shared, it brings us joy and we celebrate. When Elizabeth hears Mary's good news, she is filled with the Holy Spirit. And then Mary begins that famous Magnificat line, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. The joy that sparkles in this story is between the relationship between Mary and Elizabeth. It's a joy that comes to us in our faith. Mary's joy began when she embraced the promise that God brought to her from the angel Gabriel, that nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary's response when when the angel Gabriel said this to her was, here I am, the servant of the Lord, let it be... To me, according to your word. The joy of our celebration is rooted in the actions of Mary and Joseph. It was their desire to honor God and to carry out the work that was given to them. What joy there was in that first proclamation of the good news that took place between Mary and Elizabeth, that God had come to them with a blessing. And that blessing continues to us. And through the words of Mary, the Holy Spirit speaks to how God lifts up the lowly, how God feeds the hungry, how God gives us good news of great joy. We are we, we, we hear that good news. We share that good news. We we celebrate the good news and then we go live out the good news because we are called to do more than just come to church on a Sunday morning. We are called to do God's work with our hands and feet. We are called to participate in the life of the church. And when we do that, we see the movement of God, not only in our own lives, but in the life of the church. 
This opens up our lives so that we, like Mary, can trust in God, proclaim Christ through word and deed, so we can care for others in the world God has made, and we can do justice and peace. This is the foundation of our faith. This is what we are called to do in our baptisms. So we celebrate when we hear the announcement of Jesus. We hear the the powerful words last week from, from John the Baptist. How we turn our lives around and we face towards God to do God's work in the world. And we hear the, the echoes of John the Baptist in Mary's Magnificat today. So that when we come back here to this space on Friday at 5 o'clock p.m., we will gather together. We will hear the story of Jesus' birth, a story where everything again is turned upside down, where Jesus is not born in a palace surrounded by the most powerful, but Jesus is born in a manger. Surrounded by his parents, the barn animals. It is my prayer that this Christmas season, we take time not only to celebrate with our friends and family all that this season brings. But we also remember the promises of God. The promise that God's son has come into the world to change the world. My soul magnifies in the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. Amen.